Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to this episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. When your wife doesn't want physical touch, so Fortunately, this is a common complaint I get from guys, uh, whether the wife just wants more space, um, you know, up to like wanting a separation, or it's just, she doesn't feel comfortable with you hugging or kissing her, or, you know, when you approach her for sex, she says no, uh, she turns away from your hugs or kisses. It's tough, right? So I'm going to talk about why that is happening and what to do about it here today. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So it's weekly wins from guys in our program. This program's kind of had a lot of names over time, but you know, we're, we're turning it into just strong men, strong marriages, just like the podcast. That's what we're doing. Becoming strong men, building that internal strength, building the communication and intimacy skills to have a strong marriage. That's what we do all day long in my program and guys are getting great results. So guys are are catching old patterns, but not going in and beating themselves up about it, being able to just learn from it, right? Like a lot of us as high achieving guys, we have this negative self-talk and when we do that, we tend to be relying on other people to tell us that we're doing good. So when we have more positive self-talk, it actually makes us less needy on other people, which builds strength, more attractive, right? Guys are going from near separation to going to church, going on date nights together. Super cool. Uh, going from near separation to being invited to spend time together as a family. Okay. These are big changes, right? In a short amount of time, going from lack of connection and not really enjoying time together to having fun date nights, right? Going from separated to spending fun family time together. Um, One guy this week just told me he had more intimacy in in 24 hours than he's ever had. Um, You know, going from like pretty significant issues with trust communication to that. Um, A a wife reaching out instead of her husband chasing her response. So like a lot of times we get in that mosquito mode. We want our wife to show us attention, appreciation. And that this now, you know, this guy's wife is reaching out to him because again, he's become strong, attractive. He's not so needy. Okay. Going from talks about separation to loving, spending time together, right? Just enjoying that. Having spiritual awakenings, finding win-win with church things. So religion, it can be a hot topic and we have to understand each other, express ourselves, get to that win-win. Guys are doing it. It's just amazing to see. Uh, Also wives just excited to grow after seeing their husband's growth. So for the most part, guys that come into my program, um, they're the ones that start right? But a lot of times their wife wants to join. They see the changes. They want to get involved, right? They're inspired because again, you're being the leader, right? It's awesome. Then for me, just an incredible birthday week. Um, my wife made it amazing. <laughs> like, uh, had a bunch of people talk about, uh, things they loved about me, put, put their heads up on the walls, made me like, uh, match the quotes to the person. It was really, really fun. My oldest son, um, prepared a scavenger hunt. Just man, loved it. Just felt very loved and appreciated. And um, yeah, just great, great day, great week. Uh, my wife too. She she planned a fun time with our friends. Just great connection, great intimacy for me and my wife. You know, things are going right with the family. It's just a great time. I'm excited. And you guys can get there too, right? If you're not there now, you can get there. That's the point. So. The, coming back to what we're talking about, you know, when your wife doesn't want physical touch, a lot of guys I work with, they do find themselves in this situation. You know, the wife's asking for space, you try to give her a hug or a kiss, she turns away, 
She said, ah, I just not in the mood. Uh, you try to touch her leg. She, she pulls away. Uh, she makes excuses. Oh, I'm, I don't feel comfortable. I'm, I'm itchy. I'm too hot. You know, stuff like that. If you're hearing stuff like that, you know, it can be really frustrating. All right. It, it, it can feel like a ripoff, right? Especially if you feel like you're doing everything right in your marriage, right? So you're taking care of the kids, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're doing all that stuff. You feel like, man, and even with all this, my wife won't, you know, give me a hug. She won't give me a kiss, right? It's, uh, it can be distressing, right? Now, if you, if you have like been unfaithful or something like that, maybe you can understand it. But even then it's hard, you know, as guys, a lot of times we kind of measure the strength of our relationship with the woman by how the physical touch is going, you know, with dating and stuff, you know, we, we create like first, second base, all, all of that. Um, cause it means something to us, you know, when we are physically connected with women. So when she shuts it down, yeah, it's, it's tough. So guys, what a lot of times they'll do is they'll start begging for touch or sex. Okay. Um, please, you know, can't we do this? It's just important to me. I really want it. Right. Uh, they'll ask for permission. Oh, can I hold your hand? Can I give you a kiss? That's not necessarily the wrong approach, but you have to understand why she's not attracted to you first, right? You can ask for permission in a needy way, or you can ask for a strong way. It just depends on your thinking and feeling and intentions behind it. Some guys will just back off completely say, okay, fine. You don't want to touch. I'm never even going to be around the house, right? I'm not even going to like talk to you at all. Okay. And usually what that happens is they get, it's, it's just a passive aggressive way. They're being resentful right? They're saying, fine, you don't want to do that for me. I'm not going to do this for you. Okay. You start being mean in other ways. It's sort of like a payback, right? Okay, fine. Like I'm not going to cook anymore. I'm not going to clean the room up. I'm not going to put the toilet seat down, right? Whatever. Um, and some guys too, they'll get so frustrated with this lack of physical connection. They'll turn to pornography or turn to other women. Okay. And that creates its own issues, of course. So why do these approaches not work? right? So when you start begging for touch or sex, it's, it's needy, right? It's unattractive. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, one of the paradoxes of all this is like the less you need attention, appreciation, affection, uh, physical intimacy from your wife, the more you're going to get it, the less you need it. Okay. So when you're begging for it, that's needy. It's just, it's not a turn on a good test is like, if you watch a romantic movie, does the lead male use any of these strategies? Okay. Is he begging Oh, please. Can't you just give me a hug? Can't you just give me a kiss? Okay. Not going to happen. Asking for permission shows a lack of leadership. Now, again, you can do this in a couple ways. One way, like, can I just hold your hand? Can I just give you a kiss? Can I just give you a hug? Right. That's kind of that needy whiny way. Right. You can also approach it like, Hey, like, I love you. I'm attracted to you. I'd love to hold your hand right now. Is that okay with you? Right. You don't necessarily have to say those things, but if you are really feeling them, it comes across, right. It'll help if you say them too. <laughs> And she can still say no, but you can still feel proud that, no, like I was doing that from a good place in my heart. I can look back and say, hey, I'm okay with that, right? So backing off completely results in no connection. So if you watch like some dating tutorials, they'll talk about this no contact method. It's a bad idea. Um, you can't form, look, three pillars of a passionate marriage I talk about here, trust, communication, intimacy. If you have no, if you're just not there, you're not building trust, you're not building connection communication, you're not building mentally emotional intimacy. So you're not going to be able to build physical intimacy. Okay. Like, like really, like if you're not around, of course, if there's no physical intimacy, you're not there. Right. Um, then getting resentful, which is understandable. It's just very unattractive. Like when you're walking around, Oh, my wife won't do this for me. She won't give me a hug. I'm so mad. Like she doesn't want to jump into bed with you when you're feeling that way. Okay. It's unattractive. 
you start being mean in other ways, of course, that's not attractive to her. Okay. You turn to pornography or other women that loses trust. You feel guilty after that really damages things big time. Right. And it's, again, it, it, you can see why a guy would turn there. It's just that it's not going to get you where you want. It's not going to get you to your wife wanting to have physical touch with you. Okay. So you want to understand why she is avoiding physical touch in the first place. Okay. So it could be past trauma, right? And that could be from somebody else. And if that's the case, definitely encourage your wife to, you know, seek out help for that. Um, you know, I've been, I'm putting my book together right now and, um, you know, I'm just writing about this and it's a tough time, right? But encourage her to get the help, you know, get the help for yourself. It's, it's not an easy time she's dealing with that. Right. Um, but the other thing you have to look at is what about yourself, right? Have I treated her in ways that have traumatized her? Have I treated her like as an object sexually? Cause if you have, like I did in my marriage, you know, that's traumatic too. And you need to reestablish being a safe person, um, for her to start thinking, okay, you actually are different than my abusers. You weren't using me as an object like my abusers did. Right. Okay. So another reason that she can be, um, just not wanting physical touch is just overstimulation, right? So if your wife has younger kids, a lot of times they're climbing on her all day. They're, they're hugging her, they're kissing her. So when you come home and you want that too, um, it can just feel like too much. She just kind of needs some space to breathe. And so if you come in, you're like, Oh no, give me a hug, give me a kiss. She can be like, man, you're like another one of the kids are so needy. Right. And, and maybe she even kind of feels bad about it, but she really does need just kind of to own her own body for a while, especially if she, if she's got young kids. Okay. But then we got to look at, so again, sometimes it's not you, but what we want to look at too is when it is you. So, you know, what we want to look at is these three pillars of a passionate marriage, right? So first you build trust, which creates her feeling safe with you. Okay. So if she doesn't feel safe, she doesn't really want you to touch her, right? Next, you need to have communication which creates mental and emotional intimacy. Again, without mental and emotional intimacy, your wife doesn't really feel like the physical touch is about anything besides you getting gratification from that, okay? But if you build trust and she's like, okay, he's a safe person, you build communication where she can say, man, this guy really gets me, he really understands me, he actually does care, I can feel it, okay? Then you bring intimacy, right? You bring passionate physical connection. And it really does go in this order, right? that you need to have them kind of stack on top of each other. So if your wife doesn't want physical touch, you know, and again, assuming that these other things aren't part of it, the past trauma or being overstimulated, right? Um, it's probably that you're missing one of these pillars, right? And even if she did have some other stuff, probably got some of these other ones going on where trust, communication, or intimacy is off, okay? So broken trust, Here's some common things guys will do, okay? So ask yourself, really, have I treated her as a sexual object? The way you'll know is if you really are just seeing her as a vehicle to your orgasm, like she's just here so I can like have that orgasm, um, or you're seeing as an obstacle, okay, well, she won't have sex with me, so I'm mad, I'm frustrated, right? Uh, because I just want her to have sex with me. Like there's a difference between wanting to have sex and wanting to have sex with your wife, right? And if you can't tell the difference between those two, um, you're probably treating her like an object. Okay. And I was definitely there for a long time. A lot of the guys I work with, but that breaks trust guys. And that makes her not really want you to touch her physically. Okay. So, and again, just neediness for touch in general, it is objectifying her, right? Cause it's not about her. It's not about giving anything to her. It's about taking something from her. That's what the mosquito cycle is about. 
sucking off attention, appreciation, affection. So like if you give a hug, are you trying to take a hug from her so you can feel good about yourself? Or are you trying to give her a hug because you actually care and love her and want to provide support to her? There's a difference and your wife can sense it, even if she can't quite put her finger on it. Okay. Or maybe you've broken trust in other ways. Like, do you not follow through on your commitments? Like go ask your wife right now, Hey, out of like, what percent of the time would you say that when I tell you I'm going to do something, I do it. Okay. And if she says anything under a hundred, right, there's, there's room, but really if she says like, Oh, 20% or like, I don't think I can count on you at all. (laughs) You know, you know that trust isn't there and then that can be your clue. Okay. Like maybe that's part of why she doesn't want to touch me physically. Okay. Making breaking promises. I'll be home at six. You're home at eight. Uh, poor mental and emotional connection, poor mental, emotional control. Okay. So like losing your temper at her or the kids or sulking after she says no to sex or like turning to pornography. You know, that's another good way to break trust. So when you do this stuff, she just doesn't feel safe with you. You know, if you can't manage your own emotions, you're kind of like a baby, right? She can't feel safe. Like you're going to take care of her. And so she doesn't want you around her physically. She can't trust you. She doesn't feel safe. She doesn't feel safe with you touching her. Okay. So poor communication. So a good question to ask yourself here. Does she gen- feel like you genuinely listen to her? Right? Like if, if you ask your wife, Hey, like, how well do you think I listen? If she'd like, man, you listen so well, you hear everything I say, like you're amazing. Right. If you, if she can really say that, first of all, you're ahead of most guys, <laughs> but you're probably understand by this question. Like she probably maybe doesn't quite say that right now. And that's part of why she does not want you to touch her physically. Okay. Cause again, it's coming back to that person versus object, right? Treating like a person that you care about and really want to understand and get to know at a deep level or it, cause look, you can even use listening quote unquote skills with that in mind. Like, okay, I'll listen. But cause Mike told me then she'll probably want to have sex with me. Right. She can pick that up versus really wanting to understand and know her at a deep level. Okay. When that's your intention, again, that opens her up to feel like she's connected to you. And again, that foundation of trust needs to be there too. Okay. And then do you currently know another question to ask yourself? Do you currently know her thoughts, hopes, dreams, and fears? Okay. If you don't really, again, communication's off. Mental, emotional intimacy isn't quite there, right? Do you feel like best friends? You feel like you really know what's going on. You have each other's backs. If not, okay, there's room to work on mental, emotional intimacy. Okay. And if you don't have it, we're talking about why she doesn't want to touch you physically. If she doesn't feel like you really understand her, know her, you're there for her, um, you want to listen to her, you value her opinion. She doesn't really want to give herself to you physically often. Okay. And can she count on you not to get defensive towards her? Okay. If she brings something up with you, are you going to try to blame her? Are you going to get, you know, get defensive, defend your position, not try to understand her hurt? Okay. Most guys do this. But again, that breaks mental, emotional connection. And so she doesn't want physical intimacy. So look, if any of these things are sounding familiar, you're probably missing the pillar of communication. And so you have low mental and emotional intimacy. And when you have low mental and emotional intimacy, typically she's not going to be especially interested in physical intimacy. Okay. Now I have run across guys where the wife still does want the physical intimacy just because from like a desire standpoint. But when you have trust, safety, communication, mental, emotional intimacy. The sexual intimacy is actually way better. Um, like I've experienced both ways. Guys I work with, they experience both ways. It just is so much better. The guy I was mentioning before, you know, they hadn't really been very open mentally, emotionally with each other, but when they did, not only did the frequency go up, but the quality of the sexual relationship really improves. 
Okay. It, it goes in this order, guys. Just trust me on this. My own marriage and the guys I work with, trust, communication, then intimacy. So, but let, let's just say that, you know, you, you, you're listening, you're like, Hey, Mike, listen, I do all that stuff. Like my wife trusts me. We feel like best friends, but you're just kind of like in the friend zone. <laughs> okay. You're kind of like that nice guy. Right. So you, you feel like you're there, but like just your approach to her, it's awkward. Like for hugs or kisses or sex, you don't really have like any, any game, so to speak. Right. You, you, are not really good at bringing fun or flirting or passion to the marriage. You're just kind of friendly with each other. Okay. So what happens then is, yeah, your wife's not quite as excited about physical touch, or maybe just you're not particularly skilled sexually. You haven't taken the time to learn like the female sexual response and how it works and how to like help her be aroused and enjoy it. So you need all three of those things, right? You need trust or else she doesn't feel safe. You need communication so you have mental, emotional intimacy. Then you need to be able to bring fun, flirting, passion in a fun way and physically you know, have it be enjoyable for her. So you need all of those things, right? And that's when you get great intimacy across all areas. That's when she will be wanting to touch you, right? And have fun with you and kiss and hug and, and, and you know, have sex together, right? So Again, what you need to do instead of these negative things is build the pillars in sequence. So you build trust through building your own personal, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and sexual strength. That's why we call it strong men, strong marriages. You build your personal strength first. Okay. So spiritual strength means you're a man of your word. You're a man on a mission. You control your thoughts and emotions well. Okay. You're a developed man, not a baby mentally and emotionally. Okay. You're not needy on her. Your self-worth is based in God, not on other people's opinions of you. Okay. It's not based on comparing yourself to other people. It's about, I am who I am. I have my gifts and I'm going out to serve. Okay. It takes some time to get there, but like, um, you can get there. It's super strong. All right. Mentally, emotionally, you can control your emotions. You're not losing your temper physically, right? In good physical shape, financially good shape, sexual strength, right? You're approaching sex in a good, strong, attractive way. Okay. And owning your sexuality, not turning to pornography, things like that. Okay. Communication. You listen, you express yourself clearly. You get to win wins. You make requests, you set boundaries, right? You got to learn how to do those things. Well, she needs to feel like, yeah, you really get where I'm coming from. Then with intimacy, you're able to bring fun, flirting and passion to your marriage in a good, fun, positive, romantic way. Okay. So when you do that, guys, now she's going to be looking forward to your hugs, kisses and intimate time when you have all three of those pillars in place. Okay. And you're setting that example for generations to follow, right? So your kids will look at your marriage and say, man, like, I wish I had a marriage like that. And you'll be able to genuinely say to your kids, I would love for you to have a marriage like mine. Like right now, I would love for my kids to have a marriage like mine. And the guys in my program, they can say that, right? I'd love for my kids to have a marriage like mine. And you can get there too. You just have to build these strengths, right? So build these pillars. So again, come and join strong men, strong marriages. So build these pillars in sequence, trust, through building your strength, become a strong man, then create a strong marriage by building those pillars of communication and intimacy. Okay. I get modules to teach you the tools and skills. So it's like giving you the exercises, right? These are the exercises you need to do like you're building physical strength. Okay. But we're, we're building all these strengths. Okay. Then you get coaching and accountability that makes sure you're doing the exercises with accountability <laughs> and then coaching to make sure you're doing them correctly and getting the right exercises in the first place right? So what we do is we identify the negative, unattractive patterns that you have of thinking, feeling, and acting. We replace them with new attractive patterns, and then we repeat them until you can't get them wrong, okay? So what this does, it really rewires your brain so that you go from being on default 
kind of an unattractive dude to being on default, a strong, attractive guy that knows how to create communication intimacy in his marriage. So if you want to learn those things, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Okay. So fill out an application to join our program. So I'm going to review the application. I'm going to reach out to you with best next steps. uh, And depending on what I see on the application. So again, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Come join us. Excited to have you be part of this and really transform your marriage in a a really amazing way. All right, men, stay strong and I'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.